Welcome to Francoach's Franchising 101 podcast series. Here we talk about all things franchising. What is it all about? Is it for you? How do you find the best one to own? And so much more. Now your host, Tim Parmeter. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the latest edition of Francoach's Franchising 101 podcast. I'm Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Francoach and your Franchising 101 podcast host. Uh, today, we are excited. We've got one of our franchise partners uh, joining us today. Uh, we are going to uh, dive in, shall we say, to all about this franchise. Um, great opportunity uh, for low overhead, low investment, tons of scalability. Um, plus, it's just doing something really cool for the community. Uh, before we get to that, let's uh, remind everybody of who we are. Fran Coach is a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals like yourself interested in owning a franchise. We are partnered with well over 600 of the top franchisors in the country, spanning nearly 70 industries. Our goal is to help clients find the absolute best franchise for them to own. And the goal of the Franchising 101 podcast is to help properly educate you on all aspects of franchise ownership. So now let's get to the good stuff. Joining us today is a, actually a repeat uh, guest. So uh, I think the number number two for this one. So uh, joining us is the Director of Franchise Development at, at Buzz Brands and specifically today for our featured franchise, British Swim School, is our friend, Mr. Austin James. Austin, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Happy to be here. Um, and I think the first thing with British Swim School is what's the thing, if you can say that five times really fast, um, you get the, the franchise for free. Is that, is that still a thing or did I just throw that in there for a marketing? So that was a good, good marketing play. I like what you're thinking there. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Don't, when, when, when somebody actually does that, I'm not actually covering the franchise fee, but, um, thanks for, uh, for, for, for joining us again, uh, number, I think it was our, your, your second time joining us. And there's, um, there's, there's like, uh, members only jackets after five. So you've got a couple more visits and we'll, we'll get you hooked up with some, uh, nice, nice, jacket. nice, uh, yeah, velvet jacket. It'll be awesome. So, um, Austin, British Swim School. Um, I'm not the smartest dude in the world, but I'm going to say this has something to do with swimming. I uh, want to hear all the factors inside the business model, all the great things for owners and the support. But let's start off with the consumer side. What the heck is British Swim School? What are you doing? We teach all ages, but mostly kids uh, how to swim. And we utilize under we use underutilized pool space to offer these lessons. So instead of a traditional brick and mortar swim school, we're usually pairing up with a gym, a fitness center, hotel, whatever it may be. We rent that pool space, which keeps the investment uh, definitely in the more asset-like category. And then we, we work with all ages. Uh, we really focus on the young uh, kids teaching core survival skills. Our programs start with children as young as three months old. Uh, we also have adult and special abilities programs. So we can effectively teach any age, any ability, how to be a safe swimmer out in the water. Um, we've been around for just about 42 years now. The business originally started over in Manchester, England, hence the British Swim School name. Um, our original founder brought the brand to the United States in the late 90s and then started franchising it about 12 years ago today. Um, we, we've grown quite a bit in those 12 years. Right now, we've got just over 125 franchisees across the states and also Canada. 
uh, small presence up there in Canada, but that's a growing market for us as well, too. Um, and we've got probably close to about 250 pools that we're t um, offering lessons in today. Gotcha. Um, and, you know, I'm asking for a friend, but you said adult swim lessons. So if there was a, I don't know, 54-year-old bald guy that has a pool but not a very good swimmer, possibly, yeah. right? Okay, good, good. Um, so, yeah, our, no. Our oldest swimmer last year. We had a, an 86-year-old woman come through swim lessons last year, so that was definitely a good story to see. That is super cool. Yeah, I am. I'm a. I'm a really not a very good swimmer. <laughs> so, um, yeah, my cool. kid, my my kid's awesome. I stay like you know, when it gets the deep end yeah. of the pool in our house. I'm like, I'm inching the way back. So, um, super super cool with that. And so, and again, I think, and you you probably have this the stats, but living in Arizona um for geez the last 25 or so years it's just it crushes your heart every time you see a story where where where, where a child is drowned right in in the backyard just they don't have they don't have those survival skills so um you know like number one like god we don't want that to happen right but but you also want kids to be able to get out and enjoy and have fun um because it's like it's it's freaking awesome getting in the pool and splashing around and having fun and but but doing so with the confidence of being safe and then as 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 a parent i like my my, my kid swims pretty well but it's still like i there's like it's 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 the comfort of knowing that we, we've had those lessons for him that he is super comfortable in the pool so um yeah it's one of the the leading causes for of death for kids under the age of 10 so I think that's one of the things that our franchisees are super passionate about is being able to get out there in the community, you know, offer this critical life-saving skill to all ages, you know, whether it's a, a coastal market or inland, like out there in Arizona, um, it happens every single day. So we're doing our best to, you know, mitigate that for our communities that we operate. Hey everyone, I wanted to take a quick break from our podcast to tell you about our amazing friends at Entrepreneur. If you're looking to become a franchisee or simply learn more about business ownership, and guys, let's be honest, you're listening to the Franchising 101 podcast, so we know you have some interest in this. And I really encourage you to go to entrepreneur.com to check out all of their great content and resources. Seriously, Entrepreneur has everything, all the way from a bookstore to the best podcast webinars and videos, plus information on upcoming events, and the latest articles that seriously, they cover all aspects of franchising and business ownership. If you're having trouble deciding which franchise is right for you, start with Entrepreneur's renowned Franchise 500 ranking, which highlights the best franchises of 2022. For 45 years and counting now, Entrepreneur has been and continues to be the most widely recognized and respected authority in the franchise market. Digital and print subscriptions are available, so you never miss out on anything. So seriously, what are you waiting for? Go to entrepreneur.com right now and learn more. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about, um, I think, kind of the the owner and all the, the, I think, the bells and whistles that go with every franchise. And, and I know you're going to talk about all the different support mechanisms with British Swim School and then and then Buzz Brands, which I want to make sure we touch on that too, because that factors in hugely with this. But but that day in the life for an owner, right? So um, do we, you know, does it have to be full time? 
Are you open to semi-absentee if it's full-time? Again, I'm not a very good swimmer, right? So yeah. could I own that? Do I have to be in the pool giving the lessons? Walk through kind of kind of that owner profile for uh, for British Swim School. Yeah, so I mean, I'd start off by saying that most of our franchise owners are typically not the ones in the pool giving lessons. Now, of course, there's a few within our system that really enjoy that piece, love interacting with kids, love interacting with parents, and they'll get in the water from time to time. That's certainly not a requirement or something that we necessarily have to see in a potential candidate. Um, and oddly enough, or funny enough, I guess, we have actually had several owners come on board that didn't know how to swim when they purchased a British Swim School. <laughs> So they were essentially their first customers, and then we taught we taught them and taught them how to then uh, duplicate the model for kids and everybody else. So, um, and as far as you know, the business model, it can certainly be semi absentee or owner run. Um, in the semi absentee category, we basically have the franchise owner hire a manager. Um, that manager will come through training with them, and typically in that scenario, we like the owner to have about twenty ish hours available per week to kind of you know, oversee and um, play, kind of play that CEO role. Um, and it's a pretty conducive model for semi-absentee as well. You know, if you think about when we're typically giving lessons, it's usually, you know, pretty much seven days a week, but usually week uh, nights during throughout Monday through Friday, and then usually Saturday and Sunday mornings. So if, you've, if you're somebody that's got a traditional nine to five, you want to keep that job um, and kind of have this business running on the side with a manager, it gives you the opportunity to actually be a little bit more involved, you know, because you can show up to the pool after work, meet with some parents, kind of just have some presence in the business and same for the weekends. Um, and then of course, a lot of our owners are more in that owner managed category as well too. Um, there's a lot of flexibility with this business, but I would say most of our franchisees are kind of handling the back end side of the business, doing the customer service, doing the sales, the hiring process, the training process, working with our pool partnerships and kind of strengthening those relationships. And they'll typically hire an aquatics manager to run the pool operations. Gotcha. Okay. So, so the, we always want to know about like, you know, if you're owning a business, it's a good idea to have customers. So the marketing and client acquisition side of things, right. But this has a whole different piece of it. So the, the beauty is the low overhead, right. We're not building these massive multi-million dollar facilities, right. Um, but we need to find those pools. So talk a little bit about kind of that, that acquisition of the site and even kind of like, why would, why would those locations be willing to do this? Yep. Yeah. Great question. And that's an area that we, my team leans in pretty heavily on to help franchisees find and secure those pool locations. And when we kind of look at a market and as we define territories, uh, that's one of the big key characteristics that we look for. You know, before we ever award a territory, it's got to have at least three potential pool partnerships, if not a few more. Um, and so we've got national agreements with two pretty large um, nationwide fitness gyms, one with LA Fitness, the other with 24-Hour Fitness. Uh, those are two of our biggest pool partners across the entire system. Um, aside from those relationships, you know, we're like I mentioned at the beginning of this call, we're typically operating with hotels. Uh, retirement facilities, universities, public schools, pretty much anywhere with open water we've probably rented from or are currently operating in right now. Um, and so when we get a new franchisee coming through the onboarding process, part of that initial onboarding and launch plan is every franchisee is assigned a business coach. Um, that business coach works with the franchise owner the entire time that they're a franchisee with us. 
Um, but one of the first things they're going to do is we're going to fly that business coach out to the local market where the franchisee is. And that business coach will basically help teach the franchisee how to approach those pool partners and handle that negotiation. Um, and so we'll help you or help the franchisee get that first pool contract signed, sealed and delivered. And of course, the coaches are always here to, to help build further partnerships and relationships. Um, and then, of course, from a corporate level, you know, we're always looking at expanding our corporate partners similar to L.A. Fitness and 24 Hour Fitness and identifying other national brands that we can kind of build some more in-depth relationships with. Gotcha. What's what's the advantage for an L.A. Fitness um, or, you know, the hotel or whatever with these these partners? What's what's in it for them to do this? Yeah, I mean, it all kind of comes down to the bottom line. You know, if you think about a hotel owner, for example, usually when we're renting that pool space from them, weekends, weeknights, uh, that pool is typically sitting there not being utilized whatsoever. So, you know, when we approach that pool partner, you know, we're very methodical about how we pitch the brand, but we also, you know, show them some different models and, you know, help them understand that, you know, this is what we're looking for. This is what we do. You know, let us partner with you, rent your pool space and give you some you know, money back to kind of cover the overhead for that pool. that's typically just sitting there. Uh, very similar situation with the, the gyms that we partner with, like L.A. Fitness and 24 Hour Fitness, for example. Um, they're not really focused on building their own swim programs internally. They've got more than enough to manage with their existing gym clientele and gym base. Um, so it's a great way for them to have an extra service to provide their clients um, while also not having to worry about the staffing piece and, you know, let us kind of handle those logistics. Um, another example with like a retirement facility, those can be great pool partnerships. You know, if you think about a retirement center, the pool is typically being used first thing in the morning by the senior citizens. And by the time four or five o'clock rolls around, same thing, the pool is just sitting there. Um, so that's really what kind of makes that pool pitching process uh, so effective is, you know, we really sit down and say, hey, here's a chance for you to partner with us, give back to the community, uh, but also let us help, you know, uh, uh, contribute to your bottom line. Gotcha. Well, and I would think from that gym standpoint, you know, you, you point out, hey, maybe it's an additional service for their clients to bring their bring their kids in. But British Swim School may bring somebody in that is going to, you know, sign it up for the lessons. And all of a sudden they're going around like, man, this 24 hour fitness is amazing. Like I need, I need to sign up. Right. Um, and then ho hotel is the, as you're, as you're talking about the hotels and you're talking to, to the owner, um, most of them are franchises as well. People don't always necessarily realize that. So there's a, there's this secret handshake you learn when you become a franchise owner. So you can, um, like you kind of yep. use that for the other franchise owners. They're, they're going to be able to get that for sure. So, um, no, that's that's good. And again, it's the one thing I think people don't like, like, oh, I got to find the pools. Right. And kind of the why behind it. Um, talk about some of the things that we're doing to now we now we need now we need the customers. So some of the marketing things that um, British Swim School has in place for them, some of the things that that owner needs to really be able to do to drive, drive that customer base. Yep. Well, the good news is with the sheer demand that we have seen in recent years um, and really a lack of supply across pretty much every major market, customer acquisition has not been an issue for us. Um, most of our franchisees and a good number of our competitors are currently running wait lists, um, which is a good problem to have, of course. Um, but as far as the broader marketing approach, 
Um, that's an area that British Swim School and our parent company, Buzz Franchise Brands, leans in on pretty heavily. Um, so with Buzz Franchise Brands, we have a whole in-house marketing team uh, that pretty much acts like a miniature agency. And so we, you know, when we bring on a new franchisee, we try to take as much of that off of their plate as we possibly can, you know, have them invest in proven tactics that we know will be successful, help them grow their business and giving them more of an opportunity to focus on their core day to day operations. Um, and that marketing program and support comes in a lot of different forms and facets. Um, we do a lot of targeted direct mail um, campaigns to specific families that have kids under 10. Uh, we do a lot on the digital front with SEO for their websites, a ton of Facebook, social media presence, pay-per-click campaigns, whatever it may be. Um, so we're handling the, the large majority of the outbound messaging for customers. Now, where franchisees get involved is going to be more on the local level, um, you know, and we help them kind of define a plan for, you know, how to go about that, how to be the face of their business, go out there, shake hands, kiss babies. Um, and so on the local front, you know, franchisees are typically participating in local events, um, you know, doing different sponsorship opportunities, working with different school systems, doctor's offices, and kind of building those relationships. And that really kind of helps reinforce everything else from the, the corporate perspective that we're sending out. Um, so a lot of marketing support. And um, again, customer acquisition has not been a huge issue for us, given that sheer demand. Which is, I think, I, I want to kind of point that out again, because it's something that I'm, I'm sure you hear this, they're going to go, you know, oh, well, there's a lot of competition. Well, there's, you know, there's the, there's the, there's the, there's the YMCA, they've got a lovely program or, you know, the, the, the town pool has that. Um, but like there was just like, and, and hopefully, hopefully people heard that there was just no hesitation in your voice of like, oh, customer acquisition isn't a problem. Right. Um, so, um, because, because again, the, the, the demand and there's just, you know, yes, there are other places that provide the lessons, but there's not nearly enough of them. Um, what are some things that you would say, yes, there's the competition, but how, what are some of the things that you would say differentiate British swim school as far as, Hey, I want to send my kid there. What maybe, and I could go here or I could go here. What are some of the things with British Swim School that are going to make it a better experience for us? Yeah. So in general, I would say if you look at our competitors and just the landscape out there, uh, we're definitely more in that premium service category. Um, you know, the program, the methods that we teach are completely proprietary to British Swim School. And we've really kind of been fine tuning that approach for the past 40 plus years. Um, and we really focus on, of course, the survival skills, you know, teaching those very, very young kids how to be safe in the water. Um, some of our competitors aren't as focused on that. They're more focused on stroke development. So that's a big thing, of course. Um, but when we look at the methods in general, um, you know, we truly believe in the mentality of creating a gentle and fun environment for kids to learn. Um, so the lesson plans and curriculum is very interactive. It keeps the kids engaged the entire time that they're with us and coming back every single week. Um, I mentioned the premium service thing. And, you know, if you think about this business, working with parents, they often, you know, are working full day jobs. They've got a couple kids at home. There's a lot to manage. So we try to make the whole scheduling process very easy for them as well, too. So with our technology platforms and systems, um, customers can basically sign up for lessons through the website, through the British Swim School app. They can kind of manage their accounts, schedule makeups if need be from the convenience of their couch without ever calling a, you know the local franchisee number if they don't need to. Um, and also, too, I would say, you know, going back to the convenience thing, 
one of the advantages that we have against our competitors is, you know, within your territory, you can have as many pools as you see fit. Um, the average territory right now has got about two to three pools in operation. Um, but, you know, you can kind of look at those different pool partners and you can have multiple locations throughout that territory. And the closer you can be to that potential customer, you're going to win the business every single day. I mean, the last thing a parent wants to do after a, working a full day is driving 30 minutes to the local YMCA or whatever it may be to go to some lesson. You know, so our competitors, when they want to expand, they've got to build a huge pool um, versus us. We go to that hotel owner. We go to the other L.A. fitness, whatever it may be. Um, we're able to get that much closer to those target customers. Yeah. And these are these are year long programs for the customers as well. Correct. Yeah, we operate 52 weeks out of the year. Um, all of our programs are um, typically held in indoor heated pool space. You know, if you think about the seasonality and when customers are typically signing up for swim lessons, um, it is year round, but we do see some peaks in the summer months. You know, tends to be a little bit more top of mind when families are going to the beach, they're going to the pool. So we're kind of heading right into that busy season now. Um, you know, I'd say basically June through August, September are typically the peak months, but it's not a drastic fall off once school starts back up. It is relatively consistent throughout the entire winter months. Because there, there's some of the programs they can even the kids can even kind of advance uh, along as they're as they're going as they're going with this too, right? And I, and I think that the the seasonality thing, again, you're, you're you're talking about indoor heated pools, right? Number one, but but number two, I think some of the competition, if it is, it's like if it's the you know the YMCA or like the the local pool. Like they're just doing that. They're doing that in a very seasonal fashion. Whereas again, you can have, you, you can have the kids, you know, be in, you know, be someplace in, you know, the, the awful North and it's January and it's a foot of snow and, yeah. you know, 10 below. Well, you're, you're kicking me inside swimming, having a blast learning. And, and like, if nothing else, it's also good. You know, it's great. It's great activity, excuse me, for the kids to be able to do. So Most definitely. Um, super cool with that. Um, what are we? Uh, what are we maybe missing that we haven't talked about with British Swim School um, that we that we that we need to make sure everybody's aware of? Yeah, I mean, the one thing I would say, and this is, um, you know, something that we're hearing from every single person I work with, and it's just, you know, the the strength of our financial model, right? You know, if you think about how asset light this business is, um, it can be very profitable at the end of the day. And we've got a very detailed item 19 in the FDD that kind of shows that performance. You know, we've had franchisees that have been around for 10 plus years, folks that just launched last month. Um, so there's a pretty large variety and range of franchisees out there. Um, but the average gross and net margins across our system are extremely strong, uh, typically north of 20 percent, which is all shown in the item 19. Um, so, you know, kind of given that piece, the low investment, strong financials, it makes a lot of sense for business owners that want to really scale into something methodically. Um, and I mean, we've had franchisees that have kind of grown into, you know, three, four five territories and really built kind of a miniature swim empire. Um, so I would say that's one thing that certainly resonates. And the other thing too, is, you know, it's a fun brand at the end of the day. Um, franchisees can make a good living doing this, but they wake up every single day. And most of them love going to the pool, love interacting with parents. Um, and it is a very purpose-driven business, right? Um, I, would, I would say it's definitely very community-oriented. Community um, and, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of good that we do. 
And that's really what excites us and our franchise partners every single day. And I think people, when, when, when I know when I say this to clients, they probably get irritated with me, but you know, you can make money in any franchise, right? M money is going to follow the fit, right? And if you, if you hate kids and you hate parents and don't want to make a difference in the community, probably shouldn't be talking to British swim school, right? Um, yep. We might need some therapy, right? Also, if you're really that evil and you hate, like, even even I don't hate that many people. So, um, so no, but it is is that that again, really being able to make a difference, right? Having having that fun environment, um, and I think that's a that's a word that we hear. And, and again, if somebody's listening to this and you're like, man, I hate my friggin' job. Um, I want to do something that is fun that can make a difference, have an impact. Right. Think, things like this. And then the other thing that I wanted to touch on again that you mentioned is that scalability piece. Right. And so yep. you don't need like you don't need equipment. You don't need physical locations that you are like, here's my here's my 3000 square foot facility that I'm dropping 15 grand a month on just to, to be there. You're kind of tapping into those facilities that have that overhead. I'm like, hey, let me. Let me, let me flip you a couple bucks to use this thing that's just sitting here, right? Um, and so being able to have multiple territories, maybe at the beginning, but certainly grow into, it's so simple to do that. Um, and again, like you talked about, even strategically having some pools within your territory just to make it as easy as possible. So that scalability piece is, is, is huge um, and just so easy to do with this. So love that. So um, Austin, anything, anything else? I don't know that I was gonna ask you is back up a little bit to, 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 the, to, to the top and buzz, right? Buzz so level. we, depending on how you're kind of moving back there, we can see, we can see the yep. three brands um, two of them have something to do with water, um, but um, th there's there's a cool story I think with with Buzz franchise brands and, and how that factors in. So share a little bit about that with us as, as kind of maybe that last piece. Yeah, most definitely. So Buzz franchise brands, we just celebrate, celebrated our 10 year anniversary route last year. Um, so we've got three great brands currently underneath the Buzz umbrella: Pool Scouts, which is pool clean and maintenance; Home Clean Heroes, which is a residential cleaning concept. And of course, British Swim School. Um, you guys are probably wondering, well, how does a swim school fit into a home service franchisor? Uh, but I do promise you there are some very core common characteristics across our brands. When we look at different franchise concepts, there's a few things that we really like to see. Um, we really like the lower investment business opportunities that are traditionally non-brick and mortar. So all of our companies are kind of right around that hundred dollars to $150,000 initial investment price point. Uh, we love businesses that are um, like I said, non-brick and mortar, really route-based, territory-based. And then the third factor is all these businesses are focused on recurring revenue, right? So you get that client, you build that relationship, and they stay with you month after month, year over year, and it really makes for an attractive financial model. Um, Buzz Franchise Brands, we're based here in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Um, we have kind of what we call a shared services model. So each brand has its own independent management team. Um, and that typically is comprised of a brand president, a director of marketing, director of operations, a team of business coaches, team of field coaches, aquatics coaches. Um, so there's a lot of support at the individual brand level, but then there's also the buzz umbrella on top that provides a lot more support too. And that support largely comes in the form of marketing. So the marketing team that I mentioned with all the, the different campaigns, 
that is all kind of done in-house, you know, with our marketing team at the buzz level. Um, same goes for, you know, training and onboarding. We've got a whole team that's dedicated to working with franchisees, kind of helping them navigate the initial onboarding process and getting successfully launched. Um, and then, you know, also just from a more general finance, admin, IT perspective, um, we've got a good group of people that really focus on those core efforts. So when a, when a franchisee joins on with any of our brands, you know, they're getting a ton of support from each individual brand and the brand teams. Um, but we also are leveraging the, you know, the broader Buzz franchise brand shared services platform. Um, and that's really what we're all about. Um, you know, I would definitely say across all of our brands, we certainly believe in that high touch support model, you know, through the business coaching, through the marketing support. Um, you know, at the end of the day, your success is our success. So the more of that, you know, administrative work and, and small nitty gritty details that we can take off of your plate gives you more time to focus on your team and growing your core business day in and day out. So uh, we do lean in pretty heavily, you know, throughout that initial launch, but also, you know, year 10 in business, you're getting a lot of touch points from us uh, to help you continue that scale over the years. Awesome. No, I love, I love it. And I think just that's what I, I wanted to make sure we talked about that is just the, you know, that overall in-house nature, right? This isn't uh, like there's, and from my experience with, with, all of the buzz brands is like, I don't know how to better say this. You guys actually give a damn and about yeah. the, the people, their success and truly doing it. It's not just, it's not buzzwords. It is, it is, it is legit. Um, and you and I know that's not always the case everywhere else. So I think it goes back to that, you know, again, pur purpose driven part of, part of the purpose I, I take away from buzz brands is, is again, just that, right. We want, we want great partnerships. We're going to do everything we can to help you as a franchise owner be successful. The ultimate X, X factor in a franchisee being successful is the actual franchisee, like follow the plan, get off their butt and do what they're supposed to do. But like the, just the overwhelming support and uh, all, all the different mechanisms in place are fantastic. So um, as always, Austin, man, I appreciate it. always good, always good talking to you. And, and we've, we've got two of the three checked off. So next time, uh, we'll, uh, we'll come back and talk about clean, cleaning your pool now that you know how to swim in it. So, um, Austin, again, thank you so much, my friend for coming on and joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate the opportunity as always. Good deal. And as uh, lastly, for all of our loyal podcast listeners, uh, we hope the Franchising 101 podcast continues to provide insight into the amazing possibilities that are out there in franchising. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about becoming a franchise owner of British Swim School or any of the 600 plus franchises, reach out to us today, francoach.net, franchising101podcast.net. There's never any fee for our service. Uh, so again, reach out today and let us help you create your better tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Thanks for listening to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast, where our ultimate goal is to help educate you on all things franchising so you can create your better tomorrow.